at birth, parents look at their kids real closely. Do they have all their fingers? Do they have all their toes? Do they have a bunch of hair? What color hair is it? How much do they weigh? And how long are they? Sometimes our kids have birthmarks. You know those things that just happen because of the skin and how it develops. And we go, isn't that a cute birthmark? Isn't that just neat? And the kids are going when they get older, okay, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. So my question to us here is, what is the identifying mark of a Christian? Does a Christian have a birthmark? In this kind of humorous story called A Cure for Hatred, a woman testified to her transformation as a Christian. She says, when I was younger, I hated my uncle, and I said I wouldn't even go to his funeral. Now that I'm a Christian, I would go. You could take that a couple ways, can't you? The lesson is called Christian birthmark. And the first point is righteousness. Now, being made righteous comes at our spiritual birth in Christ. Only God can make you righteous. As we enter the water, we pledge ourselves to Christ. We are then saved, forgiven, and in Christ. Salvation happens because what God has done for us. He has made us righteous. Romans chapter 5, verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. When we rise to a new life, we are given a birthmark. And this shows we belong to Christ. Now, people can't see the birthmark. It's not something that's tattooed on us physically. But they can see it in how we live. You see, the birthmark is doing righteousness. This shows we belong to Christ. As a reminder, doing right is not about earning your salvation. It is what saved people do. It is who we are. In fact, a Christian who does not do this, Scripture actually questions their salvation. 1 John chapter 2, verse 29. If you know that he is righteous, 
you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. Chapter 3, verse 7. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Chapter 3, verse 10. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. You see, the righteousness that we are to practice comes from God who gave us our birthmark. And the birthmark is people who do righteousness. Isn't there a passage that somewhere says, you shall know him by his deeds? Hmm, something like that. The second point is love. You may be thinking that's a new category from righteousness. Actually, love is an act of righteousness. We know a godly love. We know that a godly love is an expectation of God's followers. God has that expectation for us. Initially, we received great, great love from Christ. And this is his commandment that we believe in the name of Jesus and love one another. 1 John chapter 3, 23. You see, doing right things, anyone can do. Anyone can do a good thing. Help a homeless person. Help somebody with groceries. Pay a bill. But not everyone does it because God has made them righteous through Christ. First John 3.23 talks about that we believe in the name of Jesus Christ, or in his authority. Is he God who became human? Did he become flesh? Did he die for our sins? Is he your true authority? Can you go around and say, I have given up everything for Christ. And mean it? You see, belief is much more about understanding and obeying as we're learning in class. It's a verb in those contexts. 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 says this. 
But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ continually cleanses us from all of our sin. Now that you believe, will you love one another? Love is an act of righteousness, is it not? And righteousness is a mark that God has given us to do that shows that we belong to him. Will you do that in all the other righteous acts that God wants you to do? Will you show off your birthmark? Our decision to love comes from the birthmark God gave us. We love because he first loved us. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. How do we love? How do we love? Well, we share. We share with each other. We have brotherly love for each other. We follow the commandments of the apostles because we have surrendered everything about ourselves to God. And if you've surrendered everything, is there anything that you should be selfish about? It's not yours anymore. So all you can do is, and I'm loving your class this morning, Justin, at least on the word that I'm focused on, give. Give. Because you recognize everything you have is surrendered. You don't have it anymore. So what you do have comes from him. And he wants you to do what? Give. In a righteous way. We can also love by mimicking his love as he reached the lost. I don't know about you, but there's still a lot of people that I'm connected with who are lost in this world. I can't take a vacation yet. My vacation is not due yet. Obviously, we cannot save. But we can lead others to the one who can save. The third point is guarantee. There's something else about a Christian birthmark that's pretty awesome. It comes with a guarantee. The guarantee or assurance of going to heaven through Christ's blood. gives me great hope. Gives me assurance. You know, part of the plan, at least our plan for choosing Christ, and it's not selfish, but it's looking forward to the reward. There is a big reward coming. That relationship. Again, you can't earn it. 
but can you show you're interested in it by doing the righteousness God has for us? Absolutely. Let me give a good example. I hope it's a good example anyway. As you get older, you want to retire well. And in our jungle of America and the economics of things, that's not easy for everyone to do. It takes work. It takes effort. You just can't go through your money and expect it all to be there at the end for you to sustain yourself with. What do we do to retire well? We work, don't we? We do a job that requires effort on our part. And then what? We save, we invest, we give, because giving is a good part of God blessing us. It shows we're less selfish. But what happens if I give up? As far as looking forward to a retirement where I can say, okay, I got enough that'll last me till I'm in my 90s, and then maybe it can pass on to some of my kids if there's anything left. What if I give up at my age and say, I'm done, I'll just live off what I got. What's my reward gonna look like? I won't have much if I have anything, will I? Why? Because I quit living what I needed to do to receive the reward at the end. Now again, we're not earning salvation, but if I give up looking forward to the reward by not doing acts of righteousness, what mindset am I going to eventually turn to? A godly one who is a giver, a surrenderer to God, or one that is selfish, that doesn't love your brother. Doing the will of God is the desire to retire well. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. I'm not making this up. But we need that fire of encouragement to help us look to see why we're doing the acts of righteousness God wants us to do. Because we have that birthmark that says we are His. And we have surrendered all. I think there's a song like that. I've surrendered all. We understand God's will through the Christ's apostles. Now we need to take it out of just knowledge and put it into practice. 
We need to live a transformed life that only comes by believing in Jesus and living out our birthmark, the righteousness God has for us to do. If you looked at the Christian Chronicle this week, part of their big theme is why do we not have very many preachers or people wanting to be preachers anymore? You see, the more you practice, the stronger your assurance not to fall away. 1 John chapter 5, verse 20 through 21. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know Him who is true, and we are in Him who is true in His Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, little children, Keep yourself from idols. Surrender everything you are to God. If there's anybody here today who has any prayer requests or concerns or otherwise, please come forward now as together we stand and sing. I am resolved no 